This is the second part of the Shir from The first part of the Shir we focused on Rashi, and now we're going to be focusing on the Halacha. And technically, this could be, is a separate, independent part, but of course, it will connect to the first Sikha too, but it could be listened to independently. The discussion that we've been having is that part of the process of the Mitzayra is that she has to, he or she, has to be outside of the camp for a period of time until the Tsaras goes away, and they have to do certain procedures while they're out there. Their clothes are ripped, the hair is ripped by a man, by a woman, she doesn't need to do that. They call out that they're tame, people stay away from them. Eventually, they come back in, then they hold the, have the whole entire process. And we pointed out in the first part of the Sikha that according to Rashi, we see from Miriam that the Tisogir, this that she had to be outside of the camp for seven days, that was relevant to her becoming a heel, the Akhir Teyasef. But Huadin is really for every Mitzayur that in order for them to become healed, they need to go through this process. There's actually the Chinuch, he actually says this idea of the that if you don't follow the procedures of the Mitzayrah, of the Mitzayra, then you will never have a Tara Eilam. This means that the procedures that they need to go to actually are relevant in order for them to become healed. Okay, so before we begin this part of the Shur, there are a few Hagdamas, Halachic Hagdamas that we need to give, and then all the different Afghaminas and questions that the Rebbe have hopefully will be a lot clearer. So the first Hagdama we're going to do is, there's a Gemara in Pesachim, Samach Zayim on the base. And that Gemara discusses the two places in the Torah where it talks about um, this, that a Mitzur needs to be Muchutz Lamachna. The first place it's mentioned is in Parshish Tezriah, which is Perik Yud Gimbal, Pasik uh, Memvav. It says, Kol Yimei Asher Negevoi Yitma Tamihu Badad Yeshev Muchutz Lamachna Mishavai. They'll be impure as long as he has this Nega. And he has to be, he has to dwell apart, he has to be outside of the camp. The second place where it mentions it, it, mentions it is in Parshas Nasei, Perkei, Pasuk based to Dalit, and over there it, it speaks about that you that you need to send forth, that they need to send forth all these individuals who are Tame, and it says over there, and they will not make their Machane Tame. Uh, we learn from these Psukim, that there's a mitzvah essay and mitzvah loisa say there's a mitzvah essay the that you need to send forth these individuals from the machna and the gemara learns different uh, ways that each type of tumah has a different place that they need to be sent from someone who's tvei mace is only sent from the machna shechina someone who's a zav has to be sent away from the machna levia someone who's a mitzvah has to be sent forth from all three camps and then there's also a law that if they come back into the machna they will actually get Malkus. And the Rambam learns that that means if they, if the Mitzayra, let's put the Mitzayra, if he would go even into Yerushalayim, which, which is the, which, which, which will be the Machan Eshkini, if he goes back into Yerushalayim after he's left, he would actually get Malkus because he's over in this lava of late times. Okay, so that's the introduction. So Gomorrah over there has two ways of learning these Pesukim. The first way is Rav Shemin and also Rav Chizda. They learn that when it says Badad Yeshev, that's actually a nit, it's a nitiklase, meaning there's a loisa say that is of uh, sorry, a mitzvah is not allowed to go back into the camp. But this love is menatic, it's able to be remedied 
by doing the essay which is leaving the camp. That they should leave the camp and they should dwell in the room. So according to Rav Shimon, and Rav Chizda, a Mitzayra who goes back into the Machana Yisrael, or any of the Machanas, will not get Malchus. Because even if they go back in, they have a way to remedy this, and that's by leaving. And this is, uh, he says also in the Pasuk, he says, Kol Yimei Hanega, all the days that they have the Nega, which is implying that this is a continual essay that they need to not be there. So whenever there's a uh, Nega, they need to be gone. So if they go back in, they have an essay to now leave and get out. So therefore, they won't get Malkus. According to <clears throat> Rabbi Yehuda, he disagrees. And he says a Matzari that goes into Yerushalayim would get Malkus. And he learns <clears throat> the Psukim differently. He learns that the, the Pasuk, uh, when it says, Badad, Yeshem, Mechutz, that's coming to teach us that it says, I should give a little try, it says early, which is plural, they should not be the time of their machanes, which is telling us that each one has their own machna. And when you look at the psukim, in Parshas Nosai, it says machna twice, besides for machanehem, which is the lab, it says twice the word machna, vishachomin machna, and machna shalechu. And then it says the third time of the mitzvah, so this that it says at a third time, this is the third time that a machna is being mentioned, which is telling us that each one has their own machna. And the, the Mitzvah, which uh, has to be sent forth from all three. So it's not teaching us that it's nitikla essay, rather it's giving us another prat in the mitzvah. It's giving another prat that the Mitzvah has to be sent forth from all three camps. So it's not, a, it's not another essay that's monotic the lice essay. It's rather just a prat uh, uh, in, in the mitzvah, in the Shachu and Amachna, and also the Lo Yitamis Machanayim, that that essay and that Loisa say is actually from all three camps. So, the Yeruchel official parallel on the mitzvah of the Rasag regarding a, a Nega. So, he discusses what what exactly is the mitzvah of the Mitzvah. And it's what the mitzvah, the gather of the mitzvah is, will be negated to this Machlaik of Shrin of Shimon and the Yehud. It says, if you look at the Pasuk, the Yishalchum Ramachna, it sounds like the command is on the Jewish people. It sounds like the command is on the Jewish people because it's, it's speaking to all of them. They shall send forth. Read you the Pasuk. It says like this. Sabbath B'nai Yisrael, command the Jewish people, Yishalchum Ramachna, plural, they shall send forth on the Machna. The Yasu came B'nai Yisrael, so if you're looking at the Pesukim, Parashas Nasa, it's mashma that it's a command on the Tzibur, that the Tzibur has a command to make sure that the Machna will remain Tahar, and it won't become a place of Tumah. Therefore, they need to send forth these people who are Tami to make sure that they won't make the camp impure. The Pasuk Badad, Yeshem Chutz Machna Meshavai, is part of the parsha of the Metzairah. It's talking about the individual as a Metzairah. And it's talking about the dinim that he has. So if you just had that pasuk, and then the assumption would be that this that he has to leave the camp is actually a din which is on the Mitzar himself, that he has a din that he has to leave the camp, so he has to be on his own. So he wants to say that this is actually that the way how you learn this Psukim is Machoikis the Rasag and the Rambam, and also Machoikis Reb Shimon of Yehuda the Gmar. He says, according to Rabbi Shimon, that says, but Dad Yeshav Mechutz Lamachem Eishav is nitik v'loli tamos machaneyam. He holds that the whole thing is echiv on the individual. He says, if the Yeshachem in a machaneyam is a obligation on the tzibur, then how could 
but Dod Moshem Chutzlamachna be a nitical essay. That's obligation on the Yachid. One's a Chiv on the Tzibur, one's a Chiv on the Yachid. How could the Chiv on the Yachid be Menatik Alav, which was given to the entire Tzibur? Alamai Rabbi Huda learns that the, that this is an essay which is on the individual. So, that's the Kuliyam, I should say. We learn that from the Mechilta that, that you'd actually get Malchus. So, that's for sure a Chiv on the individual, because if you're going to get Malchus, that means it's a Chiv on the individual that he goes back into the camp. But the real question is when it says, what's the Iker Pasik? Which one is giving us together the mitzvah? And which one is just a added din or prat in the mitzvah? So, according to Rabbi Shimon, that says, but Don Moshe, Mechutz Lamachna, is menatic the essay. It seems like that the main gather of the mitzvah is a mitzvah which is on the yachin. The Yishach Minamachna will be a din that the tzibur also has an obligation to make sure that this is being uh, taken care of, in other words, right? There's really a chiv on the yachin, and he's able to be menatic if, if he doesn't listen. And then there's the obligation on the tzibur to make sure uh, that this is happening by the mitzvah, and of course also by the tzibur and the and the, the zav, also that they leave. That's how Rabbi Shimon would learn it. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda doesn't, doesn't need, I should say, doesn't need to learn it that way. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it seems like the Shachim and the Machna, that's the Iker. That they need to be sent forth on Machna, they can't be Matam of the Machna. These are, the Shachim and the Machna will be a Chiv on the Tzibur. Tamas and Machna, the Kuliyam is an obligation also on the Yachid. And then, but Don Moshev is just a prat that there's an also, there's a Din on the Yachid that he has to be outside of the camp. But the obligation is on the Tzibur. The main obligations on Sibla, they need to make sure that everyone's following their process and they're leaving the camps and they're really doing the prima and the prima uh, and leaving and all, the entire process of Mitzvah is something which would be an obligation on the Tzibur. And But there are certain, but the, a person and an individual also has an obligation to really follow those dinim. But it's together the Mitzvah is that it's a Mitzvah of the Tzibur. And he says that this would, Lechaira, could be a Machlikas, the Rasag and the Rambam. It says the Rasad, when he counts the mitzvah of uh, of of, 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 of Mitzvah, he doesn't count it. He, he has uh, four divisions. Like the Ramam has in his Sefer Mitzvah says, essays on Lois says, he has four divisions, how he breaks it up. One of those divisions he calls Parshiyas. What he calls Parshiyas, the, 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 all the mitzvahs that are in the category called Parshiyas are mitzvahs which are on the Tzibur or on Bezdin. So he says, where does he quote the idea of the nega that he has to be outside of the Mahna, that's, he quotes it by the Parshias. He says, because according to the Rasag, it's an obligation which is on the Tzibur. And he gives a proof for the Rasag, because he says on the Sifri, on Parshias Nasa, it says, Mizachar and Keva Tishalechu. It says that Mizachar uh, Tishalechu. And the Sifri says, why does he use, why does, why does he use the Lashon, Mizachar and the Keva? Why doesn't he say Ish to Isha? So the Sifri explains, because it's coming to include even a Katan and a Katana. And a cotton and also need to be sent on the camp. So he says, this is a proof that it's an obligation on the tzibur, because a child doesn't have an obligation to leave the camp. But what obligation would a mitzvah have, a child have, to leave the camp? Elamai, this is an obligation which would be on the individual. Sorry, would be on the tzibur. That the tzibur has an obligation to send everybody who's a mitzvah, and therefore they also have an obligation to send forth a child, a minor, also from the camp. And he says the Rambam doesn't quote the Sifri, doesn't quote the Salacha that a child needs to be sent from the camp. So he said, therefore, it's mashva that according to the Rambam, this is, would be considered a mitzvah which is on the Yachit.
<clears throat> and therefore, the there would no be there wouldn't be an obligation for the children to leave the camp. That's out of the Ram and Paskins. So that's that's Hagdamar number one. Is this that there's a that there's two that there's two places where the Torah discusses it? The Shalchum and the Machna, the Tamis Machnein is one place, and then Bedal Moshe, Bedal the Eshev Mechutz the is the second place. And based on where you're learning it from, <clears throat> it could be learned is the mitzvah on the tzibur or is the mitzvah on the yach. Hagdama number two, and this is more simple Hagdama, is that we know that the mitzvah has to leave the three camps. So in the midbar, the three camps were, we had the machna shchina where the mishkan was, we had the machna levia where the levim were, and then we had machna yisro where all the other shalom were. So he had to leave all three. So kenegdoi be'er tisrael, you had the mishkan, which specifically the azar ufnim was the machna shchina from the azar and the entire harabayas. Would have been considered machin levia, so the zav and those who are on the same level tumas zav would have to have left, and then yushalayim um, would be all the mitzrayim. That was the number number two. Now number number three is regarding walled cities. What about walled cities in Eretz Yisrael? What is their gather? And to make it a little more interesting, so there's an interesting gemara in Brachas Tafhemet Beis. The Gemara is talking about this concept of Yisurim Shalava. Uh, Yisurim Shalava is suffering that comes out of love. Different interpretations. How could? What is the purpose of uh, Yisurim Shalava? But Rashi says is that sometimes Hashem will bring Yisurim on a person in order to give him more reward in Elam Haba. Uh, and there's why would suffering bring him either because it refines his character or because since he's such a great tzaddik, he's machaper on the verse of his generation. So since he's machaper on their verse, he gets tzchar for that. Different explanations why Yisurim Shalava. But then the Gemara says, but there's certain things that are for sure not in Yisurim Shalabim. Rather, they're Yisurim because the person deserves a punishment. For example, something which Mavatlan from learning Torah, something which Mavatlan from davening. And then the Gemara says that Amar B'yechanan, some Negoyim and children, those are not Yisurim Shalabim. Gemara says, Negoyim, if someone had Saras, that would not be considered, that's not at Yisurim Shalabim, that would be just considered regular Yisurim. But we learned in Abraisa, that whoever has one of the Arba Maris Nagayim, he's like a Mizbeach Kapara. And by the, using the expression of Mizbeach Kapara, it sounds like he's, it, this is a Yusurim Shalab, it's like the, the Mizbeach of the Kapara, the, that, it's like the Kapara of the Mizbeach, which is a good thing. So one answer the Gemara says is, yes, it's Mechaperim, but not necessarily is Yusurim Shalab. You have a Mizbeach Kapara, the Mizbeach Al-Gir Kapara, but that's not necessarily an expression that it is Yusurim Shalab. So even though it's Mizbeach again, well, then the Gemara gives a second answer. The Enoch Nami Mizbeach Kapara, is a lashon of Yisurim Shalav. But, Umar says, Halon Halahu. When is it Yisurim Shalav? That's only for the people of Babel. Someone of Babel, a tzaddik in Babel, got Negayim. That is a Yisurim Shalav. But if someone in Eretz Yisrael got Negayim, that would be Yisurim Shal, well, just regular Yisurim. And Rashi explains that. I should point out that we're talking about already by the times of Rabbi Yechonon. Rabbi Yechonon lived about 400 years after the destruction of the base of Mikdash. So Rashi explains, because someone who's living in Eretz Yisrael, he needs to leave the Bata Yerchaimah. So it's a, it's, it's basically, it's a very big tsar for him. So such a, a, a turbulence of his life that he has to leave. And also the embarrassment of leaving his home, that he has to go outside of the city and stay there for so long, that is a great embarrassment for him. 
There are no, you don't have the laws of Bata Yerchayma. So therefore, if someone gets Saras, he doesn't have to leave the city. He's able to stay where he is. And therefore, the, the, the embarrassment and the hardships is not as great. So therefore, in Babel, it's a certain Shalavim Ashenkin in Eretz which there's a great embarrassment and disrupts his life completely. So Taisvis asks, and, and he says like this, he says, where do we even know that Bata Yerchayma have the halachas of Machna Yisrael. Where do we know that from? Yushalayim is connected to Machna Yisrael, but where, where do we get that Bata Yerchayma have a connection to, um, to, to, to Machna Yisrael? And, and if they do for some reason, why only Bata Yerchayma? Why doesn't any, any city, any city could be like a Machna Yisrael because you didn't live there. So Tatisa tells us because there's a Gzer Shavu. It says, Moishav, in our process, and it says also Moshev by the Bata Yerchaimah. The Lacha by the Bata Yerchaimah is that if an individual lives in, in a, a walled city in Eretz Yisrael and he sells his home or he, sell, uh, he sells his home, so he has one year to buy it back. If he doesn't buy it back, he, he doesn't have the right to force the person to, to sell it to him. After one year, the person, it's his forever. You can't force him to sell it to you. And even when the year of Yovel comes and everything, all the other fields that Eretz Yisrael return to the original, uh, uh, the, the original family that owned that inheritance, when Yeshua divided up the land and everybody got their portion of Eretz Yisrael, that was the inheritance of that family. But if it's within a walled city, that home that might have been yours for hundreds of years, you will not get it back after one year. Yovel will not return it to you. That's the din by Bat Yerachim. So Halach is that Bati Archaima only applies when there's Yevil. So when there's Yevil, then we have all these rules of land returning uh, at the 50th years, the slaves go free. So also the rule of Bati Archaima that you only have one year to buy it and then it returns to the under, then it belongs to the buyer forever, that only applies when there's Yevil. Fine. So either way, we have a Gzer Shavu. Since it says in the Pasim, the outside of the, his Moshev needs to be outside of the Machna. So we make a Gzer Shavah, Moshev, Moshev, that also, but the there's an obligation to be outside of those Ayars Mukapas Chaim. So Moshev's telling us, where does his Moshev need to be? He needs to be outside of the Machna. And that would include also being outside of a, uh, one of the walled cities. But Tosus points out, but wait a second. Since nowadays there's no Yoivel, already the truth is from Bais Rishon, when once the Shvatim were sent into Golas, already during Bais Rishon they didn't have any more Yoivel. So that means the Bata Yerachayma, the rules, the din of Bata Yerachayma also doesn't apply. And since the din that a Mitzurah has to be sent forth from the Machne, uh, sent forth from the Bata Yerachayma is dependent on the, 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 the din of Bata Yerchaimah. So when one doesn't apply, the other doesn't apply. So therefore, there is no such din of Bata Yerchaimah. Therefore, he asks some Rashi, how can you say that in Eretz Yisrael, it's Yisrael Shalad, because they need to leave the Bata Yerchaimah. There are no Bata Yer, We don't have the halachas of Bata Yerchaimah, the Zman Hazet. And we also don't have the laws of Shluach, of, of, of uh, someone who's a Metzayar from the Bata Yerchaimah. So therefore, even in Eretz Yisrael, it should, it should be considered Yisrael Shalad. So Thaisis gives a different answer. And Tosis basically says that even though they don't have these rules of Bata Yerchaim, but nonetheless, they still were noig with the laws of Tumah Vatara. So someone who had Saras, he'd be considered a Tambe, and then he wouldn't be able to go to people's homes, and, you know, the Chaverim wouldn't hang out with them, etc., etc. 
Bashaikin and Bob, that nobody was Nizar with the laws of Tumba Batar, so it wouldn't have made that much of a difference. But the point is, we're seeing a very big machoikis between Rashi and Taisus. According to Rashi, the Bata Yerchaimah apply nowadays. Mashaikin to Taisus, he says that the Bata Yerchaimah are dependent on the din of, uh, of, of, of Bata Yerchaimah, and therefore there would be no Shuluch of the Murad, of Mitzrayim. So, what's the defense of Rashi? So, the Haredim want to give a defense like this. They say that there's, Taisus said that the source that about the Urchaima, you need to send away the Mitzrayim is a Gzer Shava. He says, but if you look at the Rashi Kalim, he gives another source. He brings the Taurus Chaynin, and the basic idea is like this. He says that when Yeshua came into Eretz he was Mekandish to about the Urchaima. And the, I believe there's a Gemara, and the Raman talks about exactly how you're able to be Makadish about uh, the Um Rashi actually says in the Gemara that he doesn't know how they're Makadish about the Yerchaima, but I believe others say that they had to bring certain, uh, uh, they, they had some type of procedure. I think they need to they need to say certain things. They need to have some type of Lushan that they said that they were Makadish. It was a Lushan that they said. But either way, uh, the, the, the Rashi says that when they came into the, the, the when Yeshua came into Eretz Yisrael, he was Makadish to the Bat And he was Makadish then with the Kedusha of Amachan Yisrael. So therefore, it says in the Pasik regarding sending out the stones from uh, from a city, it says you have to send the stones out as Hem Chutzlir. So the Torah Kanan tells us as Hem Chutzlir, but not a person. Uh, a person does not leave really the city. Rather, he only needs to leave a Yarsim And why would he need to leave the Yarsim Kapasheimah? It's because they have Kedusha. Mashiach in a regular city doesn't have Kedusha. So a regular city, you need to send the stones out of the city, but not a person who has Saras. But a Yaris, Mukafas Chaimah, since it has a Kedusha of Malachim Yisrael, you need to send it out of, um, you need to send the person out of the city. So it says, based on this, we understand the Machalikus Rashi and Taisis. Rashi holds that the din of sending a Mitzvah outside of the Bata Yochaimah is depending on the Kedusha of the Bata Yochaimah. Rashi holds that nowadays, these walls did these still have that Kedusha. And this is like the um, okay, this is like the sheet of the Rambam that uh, he holds that when Eretz Yisrael was Niskadish and Niskat by by Shein was Niskadish Shaita and Niskadish Lasalavai that Eretz Yisrael and the Bat Yerufim were Niskadish again by Ezra and that Kedusha remains. So the Bat Yerufim still have this Kedusha. So regardless if we have Yovel and the Din of a Bat Yerufim applies, but the Kedusha is still there. So the Din Taka we don't have. But he's saying this that we send Mitzrayimah outside of the city has nothing to do with the Din of Bat Yerufim. It has to do with the Kedusha. Of the Irochaim and the Kedusha is still there. Masha'enkin, according to Taisus, it's dependent on the din. Since there's no din above the Irochaim, therefore there's no Gzer Shavit to tell us that a Mitzvah needs to be sent out of the city. It has nothing to do with the Kedusha, he says, it has to do with the din. And since there's no din, you don't need to send them out. Stam, I should point out that. Okay, you know what? Let's hold it for there, and I'll point. Well, I'll save my into that at that point for a moment. Last hagdama is the idea of was the bat that you're and also Yushalayim kitchel shaita and kitchel asavavim. So let's start with the bat that you're So the bat that you're the Rambam tells us that once, uh, like by by Rishon, once Eretz Yisrael was conquered. Um, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael and of the Bata Yerchaima was Nisbatha. When Ezra came back, he was Nisqadish Eretz Yisrael, and it was also Nisqadish the Bata Yerchaima with the Kedusha. 
and that kedusha is never going to be a spatel. It gives an explanation, but the basic idea is that since the way the first time we got uh, Eretz Yisrael is through kibush, so the kedusha that we put into at these cities and Eretz Yisrael in general was based on kibush. Once we lost the kibush because someone conquered it away from us, so the kibush was in spot with other kibush and the meimeila, the kedusha also left. Hashem came by the vayshani. We got it through a chazaka, and um, the chazaka was never in spot. Why that is, that's probably a longer discussion, but the Romans might have conquered Eretz Yisrael from us, but they never took away our chazaka. I, I, I think I, I, the shot is because the, since we had a chazaka, there were certain individual rights that each individual made a chazaka in his piece of land. So therefore there's a chazaka that you made and the kedusha that came was also the chazaka that they had and that chazaka was never taken away uh, and therefore the kedusha was never in this battle. Okay, either way, the point is that according to, Tais, according to the Rambam, the kedusha is still here. The Ravid disagrees. And the Ravid says that once the Baishani was destroyed, also the Kedusha was in Spatha. That, 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 that it was just like the Baishrishan, just like Baishrishan is in Spatha. Once there is a Kibush and we, didn't, we did not have control of the land, who had been by the, uh, the Baishani, we lost it. Once the, the base, once the Eretz Shul was conquered, it lost its Kedusha. And therefore, there is no Chiev, there is no Kedusha in the land. Therefore, there's no Chiev as Trumus and Maestros Pizmanaza because there is no Kedusha. And just to give an interesting nafkamina, and this is what I wanted to mention before, is that according to the Rambam, Eretz Yisrael nowadays has Kedusha. But, many of the Allahists are not just based on the Kedusha. Let's say Trumas and Maestris. Trumas and Maestris, or Din it's based on the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, also that the, most, the majority of the Jewish people are living in the land. So since, until, I don't know, recently it's changed, the majority of the Jewish people do not live in Eretz Yisrael, Therefore, the Truma Samaisas are just Yerubana. But when it becomes a Shas, a time, when the Kedusha is, uh, sorry, when the, most of the Jewish people will return to Eretz Yisrael, since Eretz Yisrael has the Kedusha, therefore the Mela, Truma Samaisas, and Chal, and all these other Inyanim will become a Chiv Deraisa. Mashiach, according to the Bible, even if the majority of the Jewish people are living in Eretz Yisrael, but since it doesn't have the Kedusha, it will not automatically become Chuy the Truma Samaisas. There will need to be the procedures of, of, of Kedush. Dama. Number four is what about Yerushalayim and also technically the Makam and Mikdash? Does it still have its Kedusha? So the Ramnam writes that Yerushalayim and the Beis Mikdash never lost its Kedusha, that the Kedusha that Shleima HaMalach uh, gave to Yerushalayim and to the Beis Mikdash was Neshkat Shalashaita, Neshkat Shalashlava, and the reasoning is because the, the, Shina, the, the Kedusha was not based on Kibosh, not based on Chazak, it was based that the Shina came and the Shina never left, the Shina Lezazel, uh, the Shechina is always in that same place. And that even when it's Mishum, even when the base of Mikdash is it's desolate, it's still called Mikdash It's still holy. It still has the Kedusha. So Yushalayim and the Makkah Mikdash always has the Kedusha. Mashiach in the Ravi, he argues, he says that it's lost its Kedusha once uh, Bais Rishon was destroyed and lost it again when the Bais Shani is destroyed. And when Mashiach comes, lost in love, he will Makadish to Bais Shlishi, and then it will have Kedusha once again. And a big nafimina between the Ram and the Raiva would be nowadays. Somebody, who's talking, we're all coming nowadays, are you allowed to go on her advice? So according to the Rambam, we can't because it still has its Kedusha. So all those halachas about Tuma and Tawra and not going on the base of Mikdash would still apply. Mashiach, according to the Raiva, that the Makim HaMikdash has no more Kedusha, then you would be actually allowed to go on the Har advice. And I believe many of that term for those individuals that go on to Har advice is based on this. Uh, at least one of their terms is based on this uh, this rival. But I should point out that the majority of the Roshanim agree with the Rambam. Okay. 
Okay, that was Hagdama number four. Hagdama number five, last Hagdama, is a very big difference between Bata Yerchayma and Yerushalayim. The Tzlach discusses the Machlekes Rashi in Tzlach. And just to recap, according to Rashi, we have the law that Bata Yerchayma is based on uh, sorry, the ear the, the is based on Kedusha, and since there's still a Kedusha nowadays, therefore you need to send out Mitzurai, the, 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 the whoever has Saras. According to Taisis, it's based on a Din, the Din of Bat Yerchayim. Since we don't have that Din, therefore the Shavuach of Mitzurai also does not apply nowadays. So the Tzlach asks on Taisis, that's true by Bat Yerchayim. But what about Yerushalayim? Yerushalayim Lachayra should be different. Because Yushalayim is not being learnt from a Gzera Shava. Yushalayim is learnt because it's the Machin Yisrael. It's just like how it was in the desert. You had the Machin Shechina, Machin Leviya, Machin Yisrael. And, and once they came into Eretz Yisrael, that translated into the Machin Mikdash, the, the Harabais, and Yushalayim. So I was like, Yushalayim still should have a Kedusha nowadays. Therefore, he asks on Taisis that Taisis is saying that when Rabbi Yechonin said that it was Yisurim Sha'avah, it has nothing to do with being sent out of the city because that's not applicable to these days. He says it is applicable because if you had a Yid that lived in Yerushalayim, you would have to have been sent out of Yerushalayim. Therefore, it would have been a Yisurim Sha'av, uh, would not, uh, therefore be a regular Yisurim, not a Yisurim Sha'av. So that's his question that he asks on Toysavis. And he says this is also the Shittas Rambam. And he brings the Rambam that the Rambam tells us. This is in Hilchas Bias Migdash, Per Gimel Halacha Ches. He tells us that a, a Tomei has to be sent away from the Harabais, and if he comes back in, he's over on the Loisase of Loi Tamas Machanem, and he would get Malchus. But if he comes into the other Ha'arim Humukatas Chaima, even though he's not allowed, he will not, Lefishanamar Badad Yeshev, any like, but all these other cities, he will not get Malchus because it says in the Pasuk Badad Yeshev, in other words, he learns. That it's a mitzvah essay that you're not allowed to come into the city's Mukatas Chaimah. So going to Yushalayim is a loyce essay. Loy Tamas Machanehem. And a Machanehem would, would also include Yushalayim. Masha'enk and other Mukatas that's they are not considered a Machanehem. Rather, they are considered a, uh, it's a mitzvah essay, the Dad Yeshev, so they have to be, they're not allowed to be inside of these cities. But it doesn't have the same level of Kedusha. That's why you don't get Malkus. So he says, even according to Taisus, Lachaira, Yushalayim, if you're if being sent away from Yushalayim, that would be considered regular Yusurim and not Yusurim Shalava. To give just a little more husband the Shitsis around them, um, why is Yushalayim considered a Machana Yusurim Mash Enkin the Yaris Mukapasfema? So there's two approaches to understand the Rambam. Either because he holds like Taisus and he learns it from Agzer Shavam, so he's it's a Gzer Shava, which is connected specifically to uh, Ari Chaima. So it's a special din of Ari Chaima. So there's the Machanem, which is those three camps, and then there's the Gzer Shava from our Pasek, which teaches us there's a Mitzvah essay that he also has to leave about the Ir Chaima. That would be according to if he learns like Taisus. Or it could be that he even learns like the Rash. Like the Rash said that when Yeshua came in, he was Mikadish all these cities that they should have the Kudush of the Machani Yisra. He said, but they still say, but still there's a difference. Because even if they had the Kedusha of the Machin Yisrael, it's not the same as Yerushalayim. Because in the desert, it was, Ma, it was the Machin Shechina, surrounding it was the Machin Levi, and surrounding it was Machin Yisrael, and he had to be sent forth from all three camps. Why? 
but a, 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 but but an ear doesn't have the other two camps. So he says that he has to be sent forth from the camp. We know that he has to be sent forth from all three, not sent forth from just one. So even if it had the gather of Yisrael, he doesn't need to be sent forth from that one city. He has to be sent forth from all three. So therefore, even if the Machni Yisrael have a kedusha, nonetheless. Uh, it would not, cannot be learned out from the Tamas Machmeneim because that would only apply to, as I mentioned, Yushalayim and those other Machmeneis, Machmen Shkina Machmen Levia. So therefore, we need to learn it out that the Mitzvah Esen Medad Yeshev Medad Yeshev the Chutz L'Machmen Meishavai that that comes to include that there's a Mitzvah Esen nonetheless for this other type of Chutz L'Machmen Meishavai this other type of Machmen which would not be the Machmen Yushalayim but would still have somewhat, I guess, a quasi state of a Machmen Yisrael. On its own, that there's a mitzvah to say that he that he has to leave. Okay, so those are two ways of understanding uh, the Rambam. So those are the Hagdamas. Now we can understand. Let's go through the Nafkaminas that the Rebbe brings. So the first Nafkamina <coughs> is actually from a Sicha of Tazrir Mitzayra in Chelak Chavbeis, and the Rebbe is differentiating between the two psukim we mentioned right at the beginning of the year. There's the Shalchum and Amachnali Tamas Machnei, and that was in Parshas Masai, and then we had our pasuk, the Dod Yesha. And these are the two ways to learn it. Do we say that the Badad Yeshev is a prat in the Yishalchum Namachna, that there's an obligation on the Tzibah to make sure the Machna stays tar, and therefore they need to send out anybody who's Tameh, including a Mitzayra, but by Mitzayra, there's a Din Yuchad, that he needs to be Badad Yeshev. Therefore, since he has to be Dod, uh, therefore, that would be part of his obligation. That Mitzat Chaymer Tumasa, he needs to be outside of the Gimel Machnas, even from uh, Gimel Machnas, and therefore it's Bemela Badad Yeshev. So Badad Yeshev, this that he's alone, is not that there's an Indian for him to be alone. No, it's just that he can't be Matama any of the Machnas, so therefore he has to be sent away from the Machnas, and therefore automatically he's going to be Badad. It's something which comes Bemela. Or are we saying that Badad Moshev is a, a special, is a Din Meyuchid by Mitzvah, not, not connected only to his Tumah. But rather, is a din meyuchad that he's supposed to be alone outside of the camp. So now to connect it back to the sicha, we said that from the pasuk badad yeshem chutz that it's telling us that part of the, the way that he gets his refuah is through following the procedures of being outside of the camp. So depending on the way how you learn this pasuk will tell us how when the refuah will happen or not. Meaning is, is it just a matter of making sure not to make anything stomach? And as long as you're not making anything tummy, you're outside of the camps, you're not making a tummy, then you will get a refuah. Or is there a specific din that he has to be badad? And through being badad, that brings his tahara, uh, brings his refuah and the mail is tahara. So let's look at the two ways. So what happens, here's an afamina. What happens if there is no machin? There are no machinists. Say during the 14 years when they're conquering and dividing air to there was no machinists. Could a Mitzayra still get his refuah? If the main Indian is that he's not metameh the machanais, well, he's not, because there is no machanais, so he can't be metameh. Therefore, he's following whatever he's supposed to be doing. He's not making the machanais tameh. The mela, he's not making the machanais tameh. It happens automatically. Therefore, he could get his refuah. But if we're saying that there's an Indian chiyuvi, that part of his tahara is that he has to be bedod, he has to, he has to be bedod, he has to be alone outside of the machana that it's something that he has to do, not that he's not making anything tummy, but there's a din meyuch, which is negev to his refuah, that he has to leave the camp and be separate from people, and there's a dogish that he's supposed to be separate, and as Rashi even explains on the Pasuk, that it has to do with, that he realizes 
that he said Lashon Hara causes sinus chinam and purity between people, therefore he has to be alone. Then if there is no mechutz l'machna moishavayim, mechutz l'machna moishav is, is a hedish, a dogish. His moishav needs to be mechutz l'machna. Mechutz l'machna outside of the camp will be his moishav. It has to be outside of the camp. But if there is no camp, then he can't have his moishav there. And therefore he cannot have a tahara nowadays. He cannot have a refuah, but mainly he can't have a tahara. That's in Mekutisichas Chayil Chabbeis. Let's jump back now to Arsicha. Arsicha looks at this Pasuk on its own. Our, this Pasuk uh, has two parts to it. The beginning of the Pasuk is Vadad Yeshev, and then the second part of the Pasuk is Mechutz Lamachana Moishwai. In this Pasuk itself, what's the main Indian? Is the main Indian this that he's supposed to be alone, or is the main Indian that it's supposed to be outside of the camp? What are the Nafkimina? So one Nafkimina would be is that even when he's outside of the camp, is he allowed to be with other Mitzrayim? So the Kul Yama, he's not allowed to be with people who are tar. can't be with people who have other types of Tumah because he has to be sent away from all three camps and the purpose is that he's not supposed to be sitting with them. But what about someone who's also Mitzrayim? Could two Mitzrayim be sitting together? So if the main idea is Badad, that means he has to be alone. He's not alone if he's with someone else. And the Ravid actually says that, he, that, that on the Pasuk of that he has to be like a Menuda and someone who's in Nidoi. He has to be a minimum of four amas away from another, even another Mitzayim. Makolod. Or is the main Indian that he's supposed to be Mechutz Lamachna. So as long as he's Mechutz Lamachna, meaning all three Machanais, then he's okay. So any other Mitzayim that's also sent forth from the three Machanais is able to be with him. And that seems to be the Shita of Rav Rishayim. The Sartus Fanech and others bring many proofs that we find that Mitzrayim are together. The most famous one is the Torah with Gehazi and his three children, that they, they were all Mitzrayim and they're all together. But the Rebbe does point out that the writer could answer that maybe over there was different because they had an obligation of uh, Kibbutzav. There's a Mitzvah say of Kibbutzav, so therefore they're allowed to be with him. But either way, that would be another Nafkimina. Let's see if there's also Nafkimina Mizmah Hazeh. So uh, the Rambam, the Chinuch, hold that, the, the, the Chinuch says clearly that the Zman Hazeh is Shaykh the union of Tsaras. He says like this. He says, Taras Mitzorah Zu Nehegis Be'arts Ubechuslart Nefneabais Shleipneabais. This is what the Chinuch writes. So technically, the union of Tsaras is Shaykh. But by the way, we don't usually get it nowadays. It's not the Rebbe writes that it's like it was a miraculous thing and you have to be on a very high madrega to be able to get the Tsaras. But Papayo, Either way, theoretically, it's shy. So the question is, nowadays, according to the Ravid that we mentioned earlier, or according to Taisus, let's look at the Bata Yerchayma. Taisus says that Bata Yerchayma, we don't have Bata Yerchayma today. They're from Emela. We have no obligation to send a Mitzvah away from, Eretz, from the, these cities. He also says, it seems like from the Taisvis, this that he disagrees with, uh, even though the Sach has a very strong Shaila on Taisvis. But Papayal, Taisvis is arguing with Rashi and says that in Eretz Yisrael, nowadays would be, re- be considered regular Yusurim. Uh, sorry, could be considered Yusurim Shalava because there's no sending out Mitzrayim at all. It's much more that even, according to Taisvis, even in Yushalayim, nowadays you would not need to send away a Mitzrayim. So it seems like according to Taisvis, and according to the Raivah that holds that there is no Kedusha in these cities, Bechalau nowadays, that there would be no obligation to send the Mitzrayim away from Yishalayim or any other city. 
according to Rashi, uh, which we said he holds there is a Kedusha in these cities, also according to the Raman, then there would be an obligation to send them away. Just like there's, according to the Raman, there's an obligation to send, uh, we're not allowed to go out to the Harabayas because we're Tameh. So technically, if someone had Saras, he wouldn't be even allowed to go into the Yushalayim where those, uh, the original, the, the old city, but really even the, the original old city, I should call it, uh, it wouldn't be allowed to go in the pl- place of Yushalayim, which was in the Scottish. They had like a maps and stuff of where all the different walls were and where the base of Migdash was and where the old cities were and how it changed over the years. So uh, people were allowed a lot of farm on it. But either way, you, you wouldn't be allowed in according to him. But according to, let's say, look, let's look at the Raivid then according to Taisus. So nowadays, we don't have, according to them, we don't have the din. This is the deek of the rabbi. Din ukudushas machanois v'yushalayim. We don't have the din. It doesn't mean we don't have the din. This is based on if it's based on Exer Shava. If the whole idea of the walled cities are based on Exer Shava, so we don't have the din machanois as regards to the walled cities. Or if it's based on Kedusha, like the Ravid, we don't have the Kedusha Ismachnes or the Kedusha of Yerushalayim. And therefore, they will not need to be sent out forth from uh, Yerushalayim. So first of all, that's enough to meet in itself. According to the Ravid and Taisus, you won't need to send an individual out from Yerushalayim to Saras. According to the Ram Rash, you would. But another enough to meet is, could they even have a Tahar nowadays? According to the Ravid and Taisus, could they have a Tahar? So it would depend. It would depend on what the main union of the Yeshiv is. If the main union is that he's supposed to be alone, then they could have it nowadays because the Payal, they're still alone. They're being sent, they're sent out of the city. They're Badad, they're alone. Even if we don't have the Machna, but the main thing is just being alone. And the Payal, they are going to be alone. Therefore, they can fulfill it by Badad. But if the main union is that the bedod has to be in an oifin of the machana, not just enough that you're alone, it has to be bedod outside of the machana, that you have outside the machana the that nowadays these individuals will never be able to have a tahara. So based on Rashi, uh, as we learned from the first part of the shir, Rashi says that by Miriam, that, uh, that she had to be the sugar, that she had to be sent away from the camp for seven days, and only then, were the, then would the Bnei Yisrael travel. And we explained why did, uh, why did the people not travel? Because if they would have traveled during her quarantine, it would have broken up her quarantine and she wouldn't have been able to have seven consecutive days of being in quarantine. And then she wouldn't be able to have her tower right away. So it's Mashmah that according to Rashi, it wouldn't have been enough for her, like if they broke up the machana, oh, so there is no machana, so there's no problem. So you have seven days, no machana, so you're good to go because it's all just not making anything tummy in the machana. If according to Rashi, the main thing is we're not making things tummy in the machana, then all she needs to do is wait seven days, regardless if there's a machina or not, and then, and then she should be tar, because she's not making anything tummy in the machina. But if the main thing is that she's supposed to be outside of the machina, that's what Rashi's saying, that he has to be outside of the machina, that means that Dafka need to have the machina built. And then the machina is built and they have the gather of a machina, and then she's being sent out, and then she has to wait seven days while they have a machina. So according to Rashi, the fee to Rashi's logic, according to uh, those opinions that holds that Yushalayim and the Bati Yuchami do not have Kedusha nowadays, according to Rashi's way of looking at things, these individuals will never be able to have a Tahara. So that would be another interesting Nafkamina, and that would be based on this Rashi. So I'm going to add something, because I just thought it was interesting, that 
if we look at the different, Rashi is the one that holds that she has to be dafke mechutz l'machna. But Rashi is also the one that holds that Yushalayim and the Bata Yerchaimah have Kedusha nowadays. So according to Rashi, if someone would get Saras, they could be sent forth from these cities and they can get a Tahara even nowadays. So for Rashi, anyways, she can get a Rafu and a Tahara, or he can get a Rafu and a Tahara. According to the Ravid, Ravid holds that there is no Kedusha nowadays. So you can't be sent from the city. But according to the Ravid, we mentioned earlier that the Ravid holds that the main idea of Tsaras is this that you're a manuda, this that you're being separated from people. He holds that you need to be four amas away even from someone else that has saras. So according to the writer, L'chayr Kumtais, the Pashtas, that he's holding, it's not just, the main idea is not just being, you're alone because you're outside of the machna. No, it's like, you're alone, that's the main idea, but mainly you're a chutzma machna. He holds the main thing is being alone, even being alone from other people who have saras. So according to the writer, anyways, nowadays you could come to her, because his shita is that uh, the tahara will come from you actively uh, being alone, nothing to do with being mechutz l'machanat. So even according to the Ravid, that holds that there's no kedusha. Even he would hold that technically a mitzvah could get uh, uh, tahara nowadays. Uh, what about Taisvis? So unfortunately, Taisvis, I don't know enough about his shita to say one way or another. But I will point out that even according to Taisvis, if the majority of the Jewish people move back to Eretz Yisrael, that would mean that the din of Yehovah would apply again. If the din of Yehovah would apply again, then the din of Bata Yerchaimah would apply again. That means the din of Yushalayah Mitzrayim would also apply again. So even according to him, theoretically nowadays it's Shaifah to have a tariff. Most of the Jewish people will live there. But what, what I don't know is if Pesach holds like the Ramam or the Raiva regarding the, the Kiddush of the Bata Yerchaimah. Because the Chayra, the din of Bata Yerchaimah is based on most of the Jewish people living there. And also, of course, the cities actually have to have some type of Kedusha. Um, so if it sounds like if he holds like the Raiva, then it wouldn't matter because there's no kedusha, so you can't have the Ari Chaima, and if we can't have Bhatiya Chaima, and then the whole then Korn to Tais basically wouldn't be able to have the power nowadays if he if he agrees with Shitas Rashi. Uh, but if he holds that the kedusha remained, and that I think would be the Mashmois, because technically if he agreed with the Raivan and the others that the Bhatiya Chaima have no kedusha nowadays, why did he have to tell Rashi? It's because there's no din of Bata Yechaimah, so therefore from Emele, there's no Gezer Shavah, he should have said something much simpler. There's no Kedusha to the Bata Yechaimah nowadays, so therefore since there's no Kedusha to the Bata Yechaimah, Bemele, the holding in his battle, because there's no content, there is no Bata Yechaimah. So how can we be sent forth from the Bata Yechaimah if there's no Bata, there's no concept of Bata Yechaimah? Lamai Lechari holds that there is a Kedusha in the Bata Yechaimah, and the only Indian is that it's Mitzad Din, that there's no Din, because most people are, so there is Kedusha, but you don't have the Din Bata Yechaimah, therefore you can have Gezer that according to Taisis, if the majority of the Jewish people will be back in Israel, then even nowadays someone could get a Tahara. And um, one last Nafkimina. This is in Ha'ara 38. So the Rabbi points out that this Shaila can even be according to Rashi and the Rajman, those who hold like his opinion that um, that the Yushalayim and the Machnus are Kitchel Lashayt the Because as we mentioned, there's two Psukim regarding sending forth a Mitzvah from the Machna. There was one Pasuk is, but that has to do with the Kedusha of the Machanais and Kedushas of Yerushalayim. Right? So the Rebbe puts Machanais in parentheses. I can't say for sure why, but I would think, because he's hinting to the idea regarding the Bat Yerchaimah. 
Because according to the way how the Rash is learning, the but that your also have a Kedusha of Machanes Yisrael. So if they have the Kedusha of Machanes Yisrael, therefore it's Kedusha is Machanes. Uh, so according to the Rash, there's a Kedusha of Machanes, and there's also the Kedusha of Yerushalayim. But the Kedusha of Yerushalayim, uh, besides for being, of course, connected to the idea of Machanes, but it wouldn't be on the same level of a regular Machanes, meaning a regular Bat Yerushalayim, there would be the ultimate level of a Machanes, which has to do with that it's... Um, as the Kedushas of Yushalayim. But he's mentioning Kedushas Yushalayim as a Dov because technically there would be, there's another aspect to it, um, which is that the Kedushas of Yushalayim is connected to the other two Machnas. It's connected to the Machna Shkina and the Machna Levia. So when you have the Machna Shkina and Machna Levia, because it's Kedushalasad Lavi, it's Kedushalavar, also Yushalayim would be Kedush forever. And then it would have the gather of three Machnas which are together, which have, have a much greater strength that you mentioned according to the Raman, you even get a thing of Malchus for that. But either way, he says, but that's a Chayvan based in or on the to send. But there's, then there's the mitzvah, but there's the obligation of being alone. Which this is an obligation on the Mitzvah. And as we explained in the Sicha, based on this Pasuk is totally the Refuah. That if a person, Mitzvah, follows the advice of this Pasuk, that that's when he will get the refuah, and I shouldn't call it advice, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah that he, this is what he has to do, and his refuah is totally honest. So even according to Rashi, that nowadays, for sure, he would have to be sent away from Yushalayim, because Yushalayim has Kedusha, and the Tzibu would anyways have an obligation to send him forth. Yishalchu Machna, you're not allowed to be in a place where there's Kedusha, because he's going to the Machna, so for sure he had to be sent forth from Yushalayim. But even if he's being sent forth, it could be a question, would that help for his own obligation to be outside of the Machna, which would bring his refuah? As the Rebbe says, because that his obligation has nothing to do with the Kedusha. Rather, it's relevant if the Machnais and Yushalayim have people living in it. That says, that in addition to these Machnais having Kedusha, he also needs to be sent forth from one of these Machnais where there's actually Yidin being living. So if we're learning that the main thing is and how are we going to translate the passage? That he has to be alone. How is he going to be alone? Because he's leaving the machana. So what type of machana is he leaving? So of course it has to be a machana which has kedusha, has a gather of a machana. But in addition, it has to be a machana where there's people living in there. So if there's no one living in there, then he's still not fulfilling the Indian. So yes, he'd still have the love and, and Tzib would have the obligation to make sure he's being sent away, but Mitzan is own Tahara, the Tahara is coming because he's leaving the Machna where people are living. There's no, if there's Yid, in our, like if he's the only Yid that lives in Yerushalayim, for example, and everyone else are, are Goyim, and he's not leaving a Machna, a Machna of Yisrael, so then he wouldn't be able to have a Tahara. But Masha'enkin, if we're saying the main idea is just to be alone, it's not the main, it's not the thought that you're Mechutz Machna. It's rather you have to be alone, therefore the male you're going to be Mechutz Machna. It's something which is automatic. The main idea is to be alone. That even if no one, if you're in Yushalayim and there's no one living in Yushalayim or any other Gatayor Kaima, it's just Goyim or nobody. So even if it has its Kedusha, but you're not actually leaving a Machna where people are living. And therefore he says, this is the Fratapi the Ravid. Because according to the Ravid, he says, the main point of the Mitzvah and this punishment, really, is that he has to be Menuda, he has to be separated from other people. So if there are no other people, then you're not being separated from them. So if there's an Indian that you dafka have to be recognizably separate, that you have to be mechutz, there's a machna where people are living and you're recognizably being sent away, 
then you wouldn't be able to have a uh, tahara in that, you know, that theoretical type of situation. Masha'enkin, if it's more something which happens in the Mela, then you would be able to have a tahara. Uh, the Rebbe does point out from a Toysus and Ksubis, uh, they write Memdalad on the days, which would be Memhei on the days, the Ramaskal Al, that Toysus writes that a year true by Akum, but look Kedushas, writes over there that if you have an ir chayma and the majority of the people living there are goyim, then it's this, then it doesn't have the kedusha anymore of the ir chayma. So, according to Taisus, this is like a raya but not a raya. On one hand, it's a raya that we see that in order to have the kedusha of a machane, you need to be actually there needs to be yidden living. There are not the majority of goyim, right? But but it's somewhat of a, so so that has to do with the kedusha of the machna. But we're asking, saying even if there is kedusha, even though you two there is kedusha, because according to Rashi, the kedusha of these cities, according to Rashi, are never going to be in this battle, as we said that kitchus shaitu lasulavai. Even the times of Yerushalayim they have kedusha. But nonetheless, we see some places that there is a concept that for the majority of the goyim are there that loses the kedusha of a machin. So by Rashi, you wouldn't lose the Kedusha, but it could still lose the Gedr of a Machna. The reason why, according to Tosis, you're losing the Kedusha of a Machna is because since it's not a Machna anymore, the Memela, there's no more Kedusha. You need to be a Machna Yisrael in order to have the Kedusha. It's not more Machna Yisrael. According to Rashi, you might still have the Kedusha, but it would lose the Gedr of being a Machna. And if there's no more Machna, then the Memela, you wouldn't be able to have the Indian of Mechutz la Machna Meshavah. And maybe based on this Tosis, we can give a little more Hezbo on the Shittas of Taisus in general, at least by their Hatcher. We're seeing, according to Taisus, that about the Yerchaimah, this that a Yid is being sent forth, he says it's dependent on the Kedusha. From this Taisus and Kasubis, it's clear that there's a Kedusha, and only when it has the Kedusha of a Machin and Yisrael, that's when he's going to be sent forth. Therefore, if the Rubai Akim, he won't be sent forth. So, Kumtais, that even according to Tosis, there is an element of Kedusha, that according to Tosis, that the cities still have their Kedusha. And um, and the only reason why in the times of Rabbi Yechanan there wouldn't have been the Din of Bat is because most of the Jewish people weren't living there, therefore didn't have that particular Din, but Kedusha would still be there. Because if there's no Kedusha at all, then again, why bother mentioning the Indian of Bat that there's no Bati Yerchaimah. Just say there's no Kedusha. Elohim, according to Tosis, there is Kedusha. And it's specifically because you don't have the Gzer Shava, because since there's no Yevil, you wouldn't have the Gzer Shava. Um, and therefore, you wouldn't have to send away the Mitzrayim nowadays. So let's go look at Yerushalayim. So Shaila the Tzlach asked was, what about Yerushalayim? The Shalayim Lechaira has nothing to do with Bati Yerchaimah. But Ula Yishlaim are based on this Tosis, that even though, according to the Rambam, according to Tosis, it seems like he holds that the Kedusha remained in Yerushalayim and remained in all cities. It just has to do with the din of the Batir Chaimah. But it could be that Tosis is still saying, true, Yerushalayim still has Kedusha, but regarding the din of Shaluch Mitzrayim, that's dependent on Machane Yisrael. He's supposed to be sent from the Machane Yisrael. But if the majority of the people living in Yerushalayim were Goyim, then you might have the Kedusha, but it loses the Kedusha of a Machane Yisrael. So I guess it has a Kedusha of Yerushalayim, but it wouldn't have the Kedusha of a Machane Yisrael. And that would actually fit better with the Deek of the Reb that he keeps on uh, uh, putting in parentheses Machane and Yerushalayim. Because there could be a Kedusha of Yerushalayim because that, that's where the Shechina is. And then there's the Kedusha that it's a Machane Yisrael, which could have been the spot if the majority of the people living in the city are Goyim. And I believe, could be wrong, but I believe at the times of Rabbi Yechonin historically, there were not Yidin 
they didn't want to even allow to, I don't believe they even even allowed to, or definitely uh, the majority of the people living in Shlaim are not Yidin at that point of time. They live in other places in Israel. I, don't, I think they weren't allowed to even live in Yushalayim at that point of time. Or if they, either way, definitely a lot, not, not the majority. So I would say that could fit with Tysus. He's saying you couldn't have been Yushalayim. Yidin weren't living there. Therefore, wouldn't have had the Kedusha. So even if there's one Yid living there, or again, if you just have to be outside of Yushalayim, technically, you could be in any city. You're just outside of Yushalayim, which still had the Geder of Amachim. You're outside of Yushalayim, even though you're from Tavari, but you're still outside of Yushalayim. But if the majority of the people in Yushalayim are going, then you're not outside of Yushalayim because it's not considered Amachim. So then Mamela, you wouldn't have that you're outside of Shalim. Regarding the Atar Bat, the Yerchaim are quite places, they wouldn't even apply in the times of, uh, of when the majority of the Jewish people don't live in Eretz Israel. So Mamela, um, you would not be able to have a Tara forever if he holds that you need to be Dafka outside of the Machim. If he holds that you, like the other option is, that you just need to be Badad. And Mamela, you're not in any of the Machim. It's just the mean of Shlila. It's not a chiv, you have to be outside. Rather, it's just Bemela, you're not supposed to be inside any city. So Bemela, you aren't in those cities. And even according to Thesis, you could have a tower in Hanbeis.